Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Friday. We have made it through the week, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Friday. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. If God woke you up today, be grateful, be thankful, because today is uh, He giving you grace and new mercy today. So today I want to combine Thursday. And Friday podcast together because Thursday I got busy. Uh, well, I didn't get busy. Um, I was gonna do my podcast, but I woke up kind of late, and then I had to take my son to school because he missed the bus. And then I was gonna do my podcast while I was working, but I I slipped my mind. So Thursday, we, I was gonna talk about uh, what was Thursday. Thursday is thankful Thursday. So, meaning, like, what are you thankful for? For me, I am thankful for a whole lot of things. Uh, I am thankful for, just for God, just saving me. God, intervening into my life. Just for, I just thank God for saving me and my kids. I have been through so much. People would not even imagine, or people would not even think that I've been through this. Uh, I am grateful that God saved my mind, you know. I tell y'all things that I've been through and how, like, the the enemy try to take your mind. And I always try to tell you that, you know, like, to, don't try to be by yourself. Don't try to be alone because when you're alone and you isolate yourself, that's when the devil comes in. He comes to think who he may divide. But for me, I just thank God for that. I look back over my life and I look at where I'm at now. It ain't nobody but God. So I am grateful for that it's always, it's easy for us to complain and ease us for like, God ain't doing this and God ain't doing, but just think about the things that he have already done. Like, God, I just, God, I thank you for letting me have favor with the car note or with my light bill or whatever, with my rent, whatever. Just be grateful. Stop nagging and complaining. God knows what he's doing. God sees everything that we go through, but sometimes he wants us to be grateful and thankful for the little things that we have. Yes, you might want a nicer house or a bigger place or whatever or a nicer car or a better job that pays more or whatever but keep doing just keep believing that God's gonna do it and just keep pushing just don't give up and don't just quit be like God ain't doing this been there done that I'm not gonna talk to myself when I say that been there done that so it's like you have to be grateful you have to be thankful for for whatever whatever it is I um 
I just have sometimes I have to catch myself. That time when I want to worry, I want to stress myself out. I want to do all that. Like, oh Lord, here we go again. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. And then I sit back and I have to like, if I just stop for a moment and I look back over my life, I have seen over and over and over in my life what you have done for me and my kids. Let me stop complaining. Let me stop and be grateful and thankful for where I'm at now. I'm not where I used to be. So let us be. Let me be grateful and thankful for where I'm at. You just got to think of the smallest. God, thank you for waking me up that I can see. I have breath in my body that I can do things for myself. There are people that wake up, somebody got to take care of them, got to do this. And they probably been mistreated this thing. Uh, but you don't know. Just be grateful for what you... God, I, even though your kids might get on your nerves, even though you might have to miss, your, miss work because... When your kids get sick or whatever the case may be, God, I thank you. They're not in the hospital. They're not about to die. God, I thank you. They might have, I'm going to give you an example. My, one of my, my sons, he, he was sick all the dang on time. Every time I look up, I could not even hardly go to work because he had a seizure or he broke something or he was just sick. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sick of missing work. But then I had to step back. Okay, please, just stop. Stop for a minute. All the times you have missed work. Think about this. All the times you have missed work. Have I came through? Yes. Have you always had someone to say? Yes. Have you always had food on your table? Yes. Have you had this and that? Yes, it might not happen the way you want it to happen or whatever case may be. But have you always had that? Yes, God. Okay. So I had to learn. Okay. My kids are sick. I can't control when they get sick. I can't control nothing. So, okay, God. I just say, okay, God, you got to fix it. Today, I got to miss a day of work. So that means you won't have to, you know make up for what I missed. But he, he go over and beyond. So I had to just stop and be like, okay. And my kids were like, mama, are you mad because you missed work? At first I used to be mad and upset because I had to miss work. But now I'm like, it's okay. It is what it is. I got to take care of y'all. Yes, I have to have a job to, you know, make money. But I also know that, that my God will supply all my needs. So I have to be grateful and thankful that they're not laid up in the hospital bed. They're also not about to die or something like whatever the case may be. You know, we have to just think of those smaller things. Yes, I know it's like, how can I think of something when I'm going through this? Hmm, I know I've been there, done that. But we, we just have to think like, okay, God, God's not going to put more on, more on me than I can. So I thank God for that. God, I just got to just, sometimes I want y'all to take today and just sit back and just look at what God has done. Not what you've done because you couldn't do this. Always know it was God's doing, not you're doing. God probably put somebody in their place, put somebody in your past to help you, but it's, it's always God. It's not you. So don't get so on your high horse. Like, oh, I did this. No, you did not. Jesus did this. And I tell anybody, I am grateful for what God has put. Yes, I went through some stuff and it has made me who I am today. Yes, if I feel like if I didn't go through what I went through, would I be this person I am today? Yes, I still have flaws. Yes, God still working on me in some of my areas. But am I, would I still be what? Would I have this drive or would I have this ambition to do things for myself? Probably not. But I'm just saying, we have to be thankful for the small things. Every morning I wake up and say, God, thank you for waking me up in the morning. Thank you for waking me up in my right mind. When the devil almost thought he had my mind, I thank God that he stepped in and intervened. God, I just say, thank you, God, for sending people across my path. I can call somebody. I, I can even have a little pity party. Why? Because they're like, no, we're not having this today. We're not going down that road, Felicia. Come on, get yourself together, God, and let's, let's do what you got to do. I'm thankful for those people that God put in my path to help me along the way, to push me and to motivate me, because I always say, God, 
put me and my kids on somebody hard in mind today. Even though when I don't feel like praying, they can intercede on my behalf for me and my kids. I always t- I just say, God, thank you. I, I don't even turn up the clock. Only if you just knew where I have came from. I just, I just say thank you. There ain't nobody but God. Nobody. Nobody but God. When I thought I was about to lose my mind, when I thought that it was just like there was no way out, I was like, God, I don't see no way out. I don't want to leave my kids right now. God, I don't know what to do. But I kept going to God. Yes, there was doubt. Yes, I want to lose hope. Yes, I want to lose faith. Yes, there were times I was like, God, I don't see what you're doing. Why did you take this person away from me? Why did she do this? She didn't see me get graduated. She didn't see, she's not going to be able to see me get uh, married or whatever the case may be. Yes, I was married. God, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I wasn't. But God knew my, God knew my heart and he knew that. That was the hardest thing that I had to go through, but yet and still, God still blessing. God kept pushing me, but there was a sense of little things that where I had to just, I just thank you for the little grain of mustard seed, even though there was that, I still believe that God was going to do what he said he was going to do. Even though I kept saying, oh God, I don't say, how you going to do this? I'm not complaining and stuff, but he still made a way. If I had to just listen to family, friends, when I first came to you, if I had to just listen, listen to me, if I had to just listen to what people were saying, like, oh, but she can't make it. Oh, but she can't do this. And it's so hard. I said, that's why I left. And if it wasn't for God to put that word into my kids, because, you know, God use your kids too. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably be back in Longview. But I thank God that he said, he sent he he a word through my son, because I would listen to everybody else. He said, if I send a word through this person, I know she'll listen to him. Because I didn't... He didn't said things and it had came to pass. So let me just, if I said to him, maybe she'll listen. He said, my son said, mama, go back if you want to. Go back if you want to. You, you're going to turn to a pillar of salt and I'm going to die. When he said that, he said it was so much force. I, I thought I was talking to Jesus. I'm like, why would you say that? Don't say that. He said, don't go back if you want to. But he said it was so much authority, so much boldness that it scared me. So I was like, okay, God. I got to make it work. I got to do what I got to do out here. If I had to just listen, I would not have graduated from college. Because I know it would nobody but God. I would not be doing a podcast. I created my own platform. Well, God created my own platform for me to do what I have to do. I would not I, I would not even have the ambition to do the t-shirt business. I wouldn't have the business to try to make lip gloves. All this stuff that I'm doing, it is not me. This is God doing. God planted this in me. It is no, I give God all the glory and the honor because I know it's not me. It is him. So that's my spell for thankful Thursday. Now we're at Friday. Forgiveness on Friday. Mm. Trust me, forgiveness is hard. Woo, there's some time, there's some things that I, I thought I would never be able to forgive. But I did. It was the help of Jesus. I had to forgive some people. Why? Because I didn't want them to have power over me. I did not want them to feel like they had the sense to control me or whatever. And we all fall short of glory. Trust me, we all we all fall short. So every, every day we need to ask God for forgiveness. Don't be thinking that you're too good at, you know, how some people are. They so Christian. They so this and that. They think they know the word. They think they do no wrong. Everybody do wrong every day. Every day. We, every day we all fall short of the glory. So I'm going to read this today. Um, we all have situations like 
like this. We have someone who hurt. We hurt someone or someone hurt us. It is impossible to have a relationship between two sinners and forgive and forgiveness not to be a constant need. Sometimes um, we are the one needing forgiveness and sometimes we are the one needed to forgive. The despite it seems that many of us have made mistakes to reveal forgiveness impact only spiritual, emotional, but also physical. Also, he said, according to what is it? It said, according to John Hopkins' message, forgiveness has a huge impact on your health. So, forgiveness have a huge impact on your health. If I'm just saying, this what the he said. Whether it is a simple splash with your spouse or a long-term resentment towards a family member or friend. Unresolved conflicts can go deeper than you may realize. It may be affecting your physical health. The good news, studies have shown that the act of forgiveness can reap rewards of your health. Lower the risk of heart attack, improve your cholesterol level and sleep, and reduce pain, blood pressure levels of anxiety, depression, and stress. A research point to an increase of forgiveness health connect as you age. So forgiveness is very important. So, I mean, you can forgive them. They ain't got to be in your space. They ain't got to be in your world. You can forgive them and move on. I mean, love them from a distance. You know what I'm saying? Love them from a distance. And I have, I have to do that. I have to do that. And at first, I thought, I was like, I'm not forgiving this person. But that was a lot. You know, <laughs> I ain't got time for that. But I had to do what I had to do. Forgiveness is critical to gain understanding of why I think it's important to remind ourselves that the Bible say we have. The Bible has to say about forgiveness. All of us are in need of forgiveness. For we all fall, for we all have sinned and fall short of the glory. That's in Romans 3.23. For a spiritual perception, we are all born with a sin problem, eternally separate from, separate from God. We have been lost without him, intervening and offered us forgiveness. I often think about how many times I have messed up. Think about all the times you messed up and God forgave you. Think about that. Just sit there and think about all the times you messed up. Oh, God, I'm going to get myself together, but then you go ahead and do something. Oh, God, I'm sorry, God. I know I said I was going to act right yesterday, but I messed up. Oh, God, God, forgive me. I know you told me not to do that no more. But we do. You keep forgiving over and over and over. So, like, God is a God of second chance, third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance, sixth chance, seventh chance, eighth chance, whatever. So, you can do this too. Okay. Number two, forgiveness, uh, forgiving others is a prerequisite for our own forgiveness. So we have to forgive others. For if we forgive others, their trespass, and your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, their trespass passes, neither will your Father forgive you. That's in Mark 16, chapter 14, verse 14 through 15. 15. This, is a, this is a difficult verse to process. God stands ready and willing to forgive us, but acts that we extend the forgiveness to, to others first. If we have resentment and bitterness in our heart, it is time to give it over to God and let God heal us and give us a ability to forgive. Our eternity is dependent on Him. Number three, lack of forgiveness breaks our relationship. Lack of forgiveness breaks our fellowship with God. So if you can't forgive the people, you mess up your relationship with Jesus. You mess up your fellowship with Jesus. So if you offer your gift at the altar and there and remember that your brother has something against you, you leave your gift there before. The author goes, first be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Number five. Number four. We, we owe others forgiveness even when they don't ask for it. If your brother sin against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. 
listen to you. If he listens to you, he gains your brother. How often do we hold it against someone when they haven't apologized? I know I do. I ain't gonna say it like, oh, so they can't say I'm sorry. I can hold a grudge to a <laughs> I hold a grudge and won't say nothing. But that just means, I'm just saying, I don't do it no more, but I'm just thinking like, I can hold grudge. Number five, be open forgiveness to those who don't deserve it. You sure are right? Let me tell you about this. Oh, we owe forgiveness for those who don't deserve it. There's a lot of people that don't forgive, that I forgive, who don't deserve it. I'm going to tell you straight up. Like, when my uncle raped me or whatever, why, like, why do I need to forgive him? Why do I need to forgive him? When my kid's daddy did, did me like that, um, abused me and had my kids beat my kids through so much, or whatever, why do I need to forgive him? <laughs> really? But, honey, I forgave him. I had to. Why? Because I had to be right. So, if I was to see this Negro today or whatever, please. It's like it's nothing there. That means when you at the point where you can talk about somebody and you like, I told Jesus. God, I know you no. I told him I said, God, give me out this situation, I never go back. And I never went back. And I just told him like I do not want to be with somebody that's gonna do me like this. And at the point yes, when I first left their dad, my kids there, trust me, it was hard. Cause I thought about running him over. I thought about all kind of ways that I can get back at him. But God never gave me that opportunity because he didn't know I would have felt too with that. But my thing is, you just have to learn how to forgive and move on. <coughs> Excuse me. So I had to forgive. Yes, was forgiveness hard? Yes. So I had to. I had this. I got this confession for the church I want, and I had to put all these people names in there in this little in this little block, and I had to say it. Then I and I had to, I put their names in there. Whoever it was, it can be. I can't say, but it was a lot of people names in there, and I forgave them. To this day, I forgive them. So you have to forgive people even when they don't deserve it. I had to, I had to give one of my coworkers. Do we still talk? Nope. Do it like I can? Nope. Because why? I love her from a distance. If I see her, I will speak and go on. That's it. But I don't have to like, oh hey, you like this? No, I'm not gonna fake it or none of that. Hey, ain't going by my business. Do I do something? Do I sometimes miss that relationship that we said? Yes, but it's like my peace and my peace of mind and me being who I am, it value a lot to me. So I'm like, I'm not gonna mess that up. I'm gonna be me because that's all I can do is be me. I'm not gonna fake the funk or whatever. So I had to um love them from a distance. Number six, we owe we owe others the other the ultimate amount of forgiveness. Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will your brother sin against me? And I forgive him as many as many as seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. So that means I don't care what they do, you still gotta forgive them. Um, there are consequences for choosing not to forgive. And anger is master to deliver him to the jail until he stops and pay all his debt. So also, also, Heavenly Father will do every every one of you. If you do not forgive your brothers from your heart, in Matthew 18, verse 34 to 35, God take forgiveness and the prodigal is proof. If we do not forgive others, the consequence, eternal consequence, this is a scary thing, and it challenges me to evaluate my heart. Search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Psalms 139, 23. If forgiveness is needed, today is the day. To make it right. Today is the day to make it right. Jesus is our ultimate example of practice forgiveness. You know, Jesus forgave. I don't think how Jesus did that, but he, 
Keep it day. Let me know. Let him know who is who is else in among you to be first to be thrown a stone at at um wait at her. Now I know. Now I don't know what Jesus was writing in this book. Maybe it was a list of Pharisee sins. What do I know? Is Jesus called us to design our own lives first instead of focus on the action of others? It is easy to forgive others when we have understanding of our own shortcomings. Jesus forgive the woman, lovely, encourage her to change her way. Neither do I condemn the go. They sin no more. That's in John 8 11. Our challenge is to follow Jesus' example to do the same. So, yeah, we have to forgive others no matter what. Number nine, God gave us the ability to forgive others. So, God gave us the ability. We just choose not to be. Forgiven because you know, us as humans choose not to forgive. Number 10, after forgiveness comes love, even if forgetting isn't possible. Yes, I had to forgive people in my family. I had to forgive them because there was some stuff I was dealing with and I needed some answers. So, you know what I did? I went to the source and I still have to answer, but the answer is okay. You know, the answer that this person gave me, I'm okay with that. Because I feel like that was just the spirit. I mean, you know, whatever. You know, and I have come to the point to where I'm always the one to um, be the one like, oh, we can do this. Or, you know, like the forgiving one and I always like be the one to like, oh, my God, let me call this person. I always call this. No, 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 <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. If you said you want to work on our relationship, I need you to put forth the effort because I always put forth the effort. Now it's your turn to put forth the effort. Yes, I pray for these people or whatever, and I forgive them, but I had to do what I had to do. So I'm going to tell you a story about some people, some people I had to forgive. Okay, I had to forgive this person because it was some things that I felt like I needed to do. I went out, well, when I was in this, in this hotel for three and a half years, you know, whatever, in this place, I was like, I'm, I was tired. I didn't understand why my audience said, okay, my Jesus is bull crap. You know, this is how I talk to Jesus. You know, I don't know how y'all talk to you, but that's, I just, that's how Jesus knows how this how I talk. So I'm like, oh God, I don't understand him or whatever. So I had to write this person to the way heavy on my heart because this person meant a lot to me, but I was like, you know, I need to do this for me. Not for nobody else because somebody in my family, like, baby, it was me. I wouldn't forgive them. I had to do it for me. Whatever. I don't care what you say. I did it for me. And I just couldn't understand why would they say, um, I always I want to forgive this person, but I had to do it for me. I don't care what you do. So I didn't do it. So I had to write this personal letter and write it all out and you know, write everything out. And then the person wrote me a letter back. <laughs> right? Because I couldn't get them where I say it. Because it was just, it was me because I felt like I had to protect myself. I had to, um, I didn't want people to know why I say it. I just want to be self-conscious of what I was about to do. So I wrote this person, this person wrote me back, and now we are like, I might not talk to them every day, I might not see them every day, but I forgave them. And that was something, something I did, and I forgave another person, you know. I had to forgive because, and when I did it, I felt like something had broke off of me, something had lifted off of me. So I was like, okay. And I forgive the other person that, that did something that crossed, well, violated me, well, yeah, violated me and crossed the line that was never supposed to be crossed. I forget that person, even though I don't talk to this person, even though 
you know, they not my friends on Facebook, I forgive this person. You, I mean, you can forgive, but they ain't got to be all your business. I ain't saying give me access to your life and have them. No, I have a No, I'm saying forgive them and move on. So that way, you know, ain't nothing hinder you, ain't nothing block you. Forgive that person and say, whoo, I'm done. So that when you see that person, you're like, oh, I that person. Yeah, you might not forget or whatever they did to you. But you don't have this animosity where you want to beat them up or whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Forgive that person, move on, love them from a distance, and that's it. That's that's my spiel. So forgiveness. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing, awesome Friday. And just know, just know that yes, forgiveness is hard. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's easy because it's not. It is like well, I don't know, you know. That was a hard one right there. That's very hard to do. But with the grace of God and with God intervening, we can do all things. So we just have to know that you can forgive people. Yes, this is what I don't want to do. I don't know if I can do this. So I'm going to read this confession. It's about healing. I'm going to read it and hopefully I can be able to copy and paste it in. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but we all, I'm going to see so that way you can have it. Okay, today the confession is um, healing. I I declare today that death and life is in the power of my tongue. And I choose, wait, I'm, I'm saying my own confession. <laughs> I declare that death and life are in the power of my tongue. And I use my tongue to produce the life of God in my body. That is in Proverbs of chapter 18, verse 21. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and I glorify God in what, and it by walking in divine healing and the health. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. According to Romans 8, 11, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me and gives me life to my mortal body. I realize that I realize that when I give in a given in a mortal body when the Lord returns, but in the meantime, I receive life of God in my own mortal body. Jesus himself was pierced for my transgression, crushed my in, for my iniquity, and chastened for my well-being, fall upon him with his strength. I am healed. That is in Isaiah 53, 5. Through the cross of Jesus, the Lord has removed all sickness from me. Um, he will not allow any harmful disease of Egypt to be upon me. According to Deuteronomy 7, 15, and according to Exodus 15, 26, he is my healer. No more curse, sickness, and disease can the will of my in my life. Uh, on my body because according to Galatians 3 13 and 14 Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law having become a curse for me from curses one who hangs on the tree therefore the blessing of Abraham comes to me now in Jesus name according to Proverbs 26 2 a curse without without cause cannot alight there is a cause for a curse to light in my life since Jesus redeemed me and before and because became that curse for me therefore I had divine healing and divine health in my body. The Lord has sent his word and healed me and delivered me from destruction. And that's in Psalm 107, 20. I am free from sickness, disease, calamity that would try to affect my body and my health. I bless the Lord with all this in me and forgetting none of his benefits. I pardon all my iniquities and heal all my disease. That's in Psalm 103, 1, 2, 3. In fact, they are destroyed there are not any, but in fact, there are not my disease anymore. I am healed by his stripes of Jesus. This is Isaiah, I mean, Isaiah, uh, 53, 5. I will not take into my body a daily 
or the place of disease. For no evil can come down my dwelling place, nor can any power come out my tent. That is in Psalm 91. If y'all want to have protection, just read Psalm 91 and put yourself in the in that quote. In the, oh, I had to show y'all how to do that one day. Okay, what was I here? Oh, sicknesses are evil, and therefore they cannot come down my dwelling. My body is my dwelling place. It is an instrument that I present to God as a living sacrifice. That's in Romans 7, 11. My spirit dwells in my body, and the Holy Spirit dwells in my body. Um, I have the life of God in me, and I speak to my body now in the name of Jesus. I command it to come in line and stay in line with the Word of God. I declare the health from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I refuse to accept as much as cold in my body. Every germ, bacteria, virus, sickness must die right now in name of Jesus. Every sickness come in my body, please. The wicked flees when no one is pursuing and the sickness is weakness. It says in Proverbs 21, 28, 1. It flees my body. I submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Hallelujah. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and that he will flee. Uh, now I declare that Jesus went. Wait. Now I declare Jesus went about doing good healing and all with all oppressors of the devil. He healed every man of sickness and every man of disease. That's the devil. Uh, that is the Acts ten thirty eight, according to Matthew four twenty three and twenty four. Jesus. Went before teaching and healing, and news about him went into the south. Sorry, I did not say that right. And they brought him to all who were ill, taken with various disease, pain, demonic, upset, par- paralytic, and he healed them. According to 816, even even has come. They brought to him more than more. I mean, many more who were demon possessed. He cast their spirit into a word and healed all who was ill. And all of that was what was spoken to either the prophet might be fulfilled saying he himself took away our infirmity and carried away our disease now if Jesus did all those things in Matthew then he still would do this today if he did that for he did that in Matthew he would still do that today because he's the same God yesterday today and forever forevermore according to Hebrews 13 a he is no respect of person if he healed them yesterday he would heal them today if he healed them yesterday he would heal them all today and in fact, according to John 14, 13, Matthew 18, 19, and John 15, 7, he said, if I ask anything in my name, he would do it. If two, agree, if two agree about anything they ask, the Father would do it. And that is, if I bind his word, he will, his word will bind in me. I can ask anything I wish he knew was done. Therefore, I ask for the supernatural healing and have the